Hello, everybody. This is the Painted Over Poetry Podcast. I'm Mr. Collins. And I'm Janina Woods. Why are you pointing a camera at me? Well, I'm just using the old, um, I think you call it, the Nutshell app. So that I can show everybody what we do. Okay, cool. Well, let's get back to business. Sounds excellent. Very good. All right, so for today we are going to go through four poems. Uh, I chose two, Jamina chose two, and let's, I guess, start from the top. Uh, my book is called Good Poems, American Places, uh, selected and introduced by Garrison Keeler. The first poem is on page 141, and it's called Girl in Milwaukee, A Girl in Brooklyn. So I will just turn to that page. A Girl in Milwaukee and a Girl in Brooklyn by Matt Cook. My wife is talking on the phone in Milwaukee to her girlfriend in Brooklyn. But in the middle of all that, my wife has to go pee. And it turns out that the girl in Brooklyn, at the very same time, also has to go pee. So they discuss this for a moment, and they're both very intelligent people. They decide to set their phones down and go to the bathroom. This was back when people set their phones down. So they do this, and now we have a live telephone line open between Milwaukee and Brooklyn, with no one speaking through it for about two minutes, as a girl in Milwaukee and a girl in Brooklyn go to the bathroom. I thought I just think it's a funny poem. Yeah, I laughed when I read it. I remember <laughs> showing that to you. I thought it was funny. The whole reason I'm reading this is because Jumina saw it first. And I just stole it from oh, her. Oh, not that I needed to point well, that out. Well, but... <laughs> no, but it was it was good. Uh, yeah. I read it two or three times in the hallway, and then I said, this is one we have to definitely do. And I just remember before cell phones, if you had to you go to the restroom, you had to put the phone down. Yeah, right. And I well, know. I would even too today, because I would feel uncomfortable yes. being on the phone. That's true. I mean, and we could get into a philosophical conversation about how people use their phones, like, I, I have had a conversation with somebody who's in the bathroom the whole time. Um, probably a half hour conversation, and I didn't know until the very end. Oh. Where it was like the old wrap up. It's like, well, I gotta go, Collins. And I was like, okay. And then you hear the sound at the end, and you're like, all right, well, I'm gonna leave now. Thanks. <laughs> Toilet thanks flushing. for the phone call, yes. Well, I guess when yeah. I was little, I was pretty obsessed with with using the home phone. I used to even bring sure. it with me like into sh my yeah. shower. Sure. Which is weird. You were I think about it now. <laughs> Definitely. When I was 10, I had lots of friends. I, I just like the poem. So I'm going to wrap it up like that. I suggest people read more by Matt Cook. Uh, the second one is on page 327. This is kind of a sad one. So it's called People Who Take Care. On page 327 and 328 of Good Poems, American Places. People Who Take Care by Nancy Henry. People who take care of people get paid less than anybody. People who take care of people are not worth much except to people who are sick, old, helpless, and poor. People who take care of people are not important to most other people, are not respected by many other people, come and go without much fuss unless they don't show up when needed. People who make more money tell them what to do, never get shit on their hands, never vomit or wipe tears, don't stand in danger of having plates thrown at them, sharing every old observing agonies they cannot tell at home. People who take care of people have a secret. 
that sees that sees them through the double shift that moves with them from one room I'm sorry that moves with them from room to room that keeps them on the floor sometimes they fill a hollow no one else can fill sometimes through the shit and blood and tears they go to beautiful places somewhere those clean important people have never been I like that poem yeah, I mean I, like that too. I know there there were there's a swear word in there, but really, it's it's a powerful thing. If you use the word poop or something, it would just seem too light. Yeah. For the deep subject, it's people who take care of people usually do it because they want to help the world. They want to make things better. It's right. not about money. Right. It's just about the good. Not greedy. Yeah. For the most part. It's a lot of work for sure. I think I've heard stories of people that were like nurses and like helped. Um, I'm not sure exactly what they were called, but to help the older people, like in yeah. group homes and stuff like that, and it is a lot of work. I I couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. I, I have a hard time cleaning up things like they're talking about there. I couldn't do diapers. I couldn't do poopy sheets or bloody sheets. Yeah. Like nurses are phenomenal. Yeah, they are. And doctors. They are. But nurses more enough. so. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, so I'm glad I'm a teacher. Yeah. That's better. Less poop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So the poem I picked, or one of them, is called The Changed Man by Robert Phillips. Mm -hmm. um, there is a, actually, Garrison Keillor can read it on the Writer's Almanac. Mm. So I'm going to open this up. Here's a poem for today by Robert Phillips entitled The Changed Man. If you were to hear me imitating Pavarotti in the shower every morning, you'd know how much you have changed my life. If you were to see me stride across the park, waving to strangers, then you would know I am a changed man, like Scrooge, awakened from his bad dreams, feeling feather-light, angel-happy, laughing the father of a long line of bright laughs. It is still not too late to change my life. It is changed me. Who felt shortchanged because of you I no longer hate my body because of you I buy new clothes because of you I'm a warrior of joy because of you and me drop by this Saturday morning and discover me fiercely pulling weeds gladly dedicated as a born-again gardener drop by on Sunday I'll turtle wax your sky-blue sports car no sweat I'll greet enemies with a handshake, forgive debtors with a papal largesse. It's all because of you, because of you and me. I've become one changed man. How do you feel about that poem? Um, I believe that there is probably somebody in everybody's life that has changed them for the better or for the worse. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Huh. For an experience that has changed them, or a tragedy, or a good moment. And I think we we talked about it before, and not on the podcast, but um, just here and there in the class, that we would use one of these four poems and then write something about it, like we did it in the last podcast. I would think that this is on the top of my brain right here. So far? Yeah, yeah and then we could probably like dedicate a poem that we write to somebody. They could yeah. listen to it and... Um, see what they think. Okay, that's a good idea. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, so my next poem is When I Am Asked. It's on page 396 of the book called Good Poems. 
um, selected and introduced by Garrison Keillor. When I am asked. When I am asked how I began writing poems, I talk about the indifference of nature. It was soon after my mother died, a brilliant June day, everything blooming. I sat on a gray stone bench in a lovingly planted garden, but the day lilies were as deaf as the ears of drunken sleepers, and the roses curved inward. Nothing was black or broken, and not a leaf fell, and the sun blared endless commercials for summer holidays. I sat on a gray stone bench, ringed with the ingenuine faces of pink and white impatience, and placed my grief in the mouth of language, the only thing that would grieve with me. That last line is the most powerful of all. Yeah. Can you reread that? Placed my grief in the mouth of language, the only thing that would grieve with me. It just sounds like though nobody is really thinking about the sadness that the author is going through, except so her own words are coming out sadly through her language, yet nobody around her does. Right. Everything looks so beautiful. It's spring. It's, it, or it's uh, yeah, June, so spring, summer. It's so nice out. It's vibrant. It's beautiful. Yet her mom died, and she's dealing with all that stuff. Nobody feels her sadness except her own words. Jamina really wanted to end our podcast on a sad note. I'm sorry. But I'm going to punch it up a little bit because we got a review to do. Woo! About um, the, the, what is it called? Unstuck app. Ah, that's true. Um, so uh, this is an app that we played around with yesterday just for for a little bit. And um, I think it's something that everybody can really get into. Uh, not just people who have problems every single day, but um, I don't know, anybody in school. It could be an assignment that somebody does or somebody uh, tries it out in case they're... Maybe you're one of those people that say, nope, I don't need help with my problems. All right, just give this a try, punk kid. Absolutely. See how it feels. It might work out. Um, really, the Unstuck app is mainly for online usage or for an iPad. You can use it for stressful situations and for almost any emotion that you're like feeling stuck in. And it, it really is cool and easy to understand and figure out as well <laughs> when everything is cooperating, it is. So the site provides you with outcomes and guides you through a thoughtful path of thinking to get you out of your stuck feeling. It can also be used as an inspirational tool. I would use this uh, not only for myself, but within the classroom, like I said. I know I have students who could finally put some time aside using class time to get through feelings that they are feeling. And maybe they could have a better outcome than when they walk through the door. I would use it too. I think that it can be really beneficial in really any moment because it gives you really good advice and um, leads you through to a lot of other like um, inspirational, it gives you quotes and like other kind of sites or things to do if you're feeling stuck. So I would use it. I think the only thing that the Unstuck app needs to do is help out the Android users and let them use it on their app. Yeah, Because if they're stuck, Apple. they're stuck because they don't have an iPhone. <laughs> so I would feel bad about that. Hey, Jamina, do you want to uh, close this out for today? I sure can. This has been the Page Over Poetry Podcast. I'm Jamina. And I'm Tom Collins. See you later. Adios.